Welcome to Destiny's Not Dead. My name's Grindhead Jim. I'm not dead. Destiny's not dead, and I'm glad you're not. Let's get right into this week's topic, which is going to be something very, very simple, which is um, the idea of gear collections and gear management moving into the Forsaken. Uh, Bungie announced some really cool stuff this week that I'm very excited about with regard to gear collections. Short answer on all of this is that all of your year one gear, all of it that was on your person or has been earned since the launch of Warmind back in May is safe in your collection because you have all fixed roles. They're going to stay the way they are. So what that means, you can delete anything that is gear between now and Forsaken and you'll still have access to it come Forsaken. This consumables tab, um, which is your first tab with the triangle when you get into Destiny 2, uh, menu under inventory, that is not safe. Do not delete anything there. But everything else on this screen, mods, well, they didn't say mods, so I take that back. Um, shaders are safe. Shaders you'll be able to rebuy. Mods, I I'm willing to bet that may also be a thing, but they, no one's really asked that question. But to be on the safe side, you definitely cannot delete consumables. And mods are unconfirmed as to whether or not they'll be attainable in collections. What is really cool about this is that the current vault space you have, if there's any gear you just never use, get rid of it. You don't need it. And that also means that season, uh, well, I guess it'd be season five, but year two uh, of Destiny 2, starting with Forsaken, all that gear is not currently going to be in any collection at this point. The reason behind it is they have not actually found a um, a solution that's going to work for everybody. But what that means, they're trying to make it so that when you get a random role, that there's a solution where the roles that you've gotten, you can keep. Now, they haven't gone into great detail about what that means, but I have a feeling that what they want to do is make it so you can determine which roles you want to keep moving forward and which ones you don't want to keep. Uh, but they haven't found an elegant solution for that. So until they fix the random role collections debacle, they're not going to be uh, allowing that at this time, which is fine. You know, it's one of those things where, um, you know, I was disappointed to hear this. But at the same time, I understood the decision and I applauded it in the sense that they weren't going to roll out some broken version of it that no one's going to like. They'd rather make it work properly because um, there's a lot of changes being made with Forsaken and Collections is a huge feature that's covering so many things. Um, so I get it. I haven't really heard a lot of backlash from the community either about it. like I'm all kind of like, you know what, that makes sense. Because I don't think that I had any kind of a uh, expectation regarding uh year two stuff that is available for random roles um because it is random i was i i guess i assumed there would be a standard role that was originally tuned for the for the gear and that that would just be the only thing available but that kind of takes away from the uh idea of how random roles should work so they're like well what if we do re-rolls what if we do this what if we do that and they decided that it was going to negatively impact the experience. So they said, well, we're going to, the goal is to make it so that the roles you get, you get to keep. And until they figure that out, 
no year two stuff in collections, which again, I get that. And I, I applaud that because it's the right move. Um, but I just love this idea that all the stuff I've earned in year one will always be available to me. Um, that's a, that's a wonderful thing. Um, which we didn't have anything close to that in uh, vanilla destiny. You know, you, you know, year one going to year two of taking King, we pretty much had to abandon gear altogether for the most part um, for various reasons. And the only thing about this that is even remotely concerning at all, and doesn't really have to do with collections per se. There was an interview that I saw, I think it was PC gamer, but I, I don't quote me cause I don't know for sure where it came from. But it was definitely an actual interview uh, with Bungie. And one of the things they talked about was that bringing year one stuff up to year two levels was extremely possible, but that that would be a costly venture to do. So it feels like there's some kind of a way that they're um, going to be actively encouraging year two uh, gear. um, And they're going to be enforcing it through the economy. Uh, I was talking to Log Power Slave this morning from the Destiny Down Under podcast. He happened to be streaming uh, early for me, late for him. And I was talking to him. And when I talked to him, I expressed some pretty fearful, angry statements about this where I'm like, what, we're going to have another? Uh, is this going to be a situation like Etheric Light where it's really limited and you're introducing a new economy into the gear and so forth? And I'm like, I don't know if I want to have that happen again, but we don't know what the system's going to be. And for all I know, it's just going to be double the cost for infusion with something like that, even triple the cost. I would be somewhat okay with in as much as, um, you know, I, I, I think it's smart to want to encourage the year two gear usage. I think it's a smart way to do it without kind of like just shutting out year one. So I, you know, it's like you can't please everybody and log was very quick to say well we don't really know what's going to happen so don't get mad until you know that you're fucked i'm like that's fair you know you know don't don't anticipate the shit in your mouth (laughs) until you taste it you know kind of thing and i totally get that so with that i um that's the only thing i'm remotely concerned about and even then it's like well it'll probably be okay because with everything else we have coming, it, it appears very reasonable to me. Uh, we did get the revelation uh, that Exotic Catalyst will be available in year two, no matter where they came from. They haven't said how or what that's going to entail. Uh, I, I, I've said before, I have a feeling this is going to be related to the new milestones and or uh, triumphs system. Now, how that's going to manifest, I have no idea. It is this pure speculation on my part. And I don't have any idea what's going to actually happen, which is fine. You know, it's like, well, you know, at this, we're in that weird space with Destiny, as we often get to where we've been given a lot of information, but there's always plenty of questions that come up. They're going to be talking about it, but they have that press cycle that they want to go through. And I think they know that Guardian Con is uh, coming. Uh, I have a feeling they're going to announce something there, which is part of why I'm really bummed that I can't make it to Guardian Con this year. Um, you know, Guardian Con was something that when I went last year, it was a very transformative experience for me as a content creator, as a guardian, 
uh, and in general, like it was something where it was one of the first things where I'd actually went and gone and did something in a very long time like that. Um, and I loved it. And I immediately agreed that it was going to be a yearly thing for me. Um, and when I got with Farron, she immediately was very interested in going as well. She had the time off, but scheduling uh, with my job and some other situ- you know, other factors as well that also relate to the job, I'm not going to be able to go. That, that is fine. Um, sucks. And I really would love to be able to be there with Bungie being there. I don't think they're going to make it a point to be there every year, but I hope that they do. Um, but whatever they have to say at, at Guardian Con, I have a feeling it's going to be not like a crazy big announcement, but it'll probably be something... They'll be releasing some kind of information, however small. Uh, and Gambit, of course, will be playable at the event. And um, I'm looking forward to hearing you know, from average Joe Guardian what... Uh, you know, what they think about the, the, the game type. Um, they are looking at doing private matches at, for it at some point. I think that's a great idea. I think that uh, Gambit uh, tournaments would be very feasible. Uh, a really cool spin on the traditional tournament format, which would also make it infinitely watchable as content. So I think that um, when it comes to competitive play in Destiny, we're only getting in a better space overall. Um, you know, with that said, I mean, we got quick play coming, uh, quick play six V six coming here in a couple weeks, along with, uh, the summer solstice event, which is going to have its own kind of cool perks. Um, you can get four, level 400 armor by participating in the event and weapons are only available through the new prestige modes of the raids, which is like, holy crap. Um, no real word on what the actual light level cap is going to be in forsaken, but I'd say it's a fairly, fairly uh, safe assumption it'll be at least 600. I have a feeling it'll be higher. Um, maybe 650, if I had to venture a guess. But 600 makes a lot of sense. Because if you're going to allow us to get to 400 before the thing even launches, they're probably going to raise that bitch pretty high. Which is fine. Like, give me, give me stuff to do. If, you, if you're touting a lot of in-game activity and you're giving more milestones and dailies and, and weeklies and things in between... I feel like um, they want people to progress, but if they have that much end game, um, they're going to need to provide some kind of barrier. And I think the way to provide that barrier is just to make the light level a bit higher. So 600 makes sense under the circumstances because you're going to have a fairly significant portion of the player base. Um, you know, at 400 by the time the game launches. So you want to give them something to reach for. So. I, you know, I think we're in a really good place overall. Um, I like the idea that we're having this update, you know, two months out from, less than two months out, really, from the launch of the Forsaken. That's going to give us more stuff to do, give us more stuff to chase, and make some gameplay arguably more playable. Um, like 6v6 Crucible alone is something that I'm super excited about. Uh, because every time I hop an Iron Banner, it feels like Destiny 1, with a few exceptions. And those exceptions are all weapon and loadout based. And that also leads to player behavior. And I think that's going to see a significant change moving into uh, the Forsaken, into year two. Because when we get those 
really flexible loadouts, we're going to see uh, some cool stuff coming. So, short version, I'm not going to Guardian Con. Gear from year one is going to be really cool and safe and usable in year two. And this Summer Solstice uh, event we have coming up is looking to be really fun. I'm looking forward to all the stuff that comes with that. And we'll be talking about all these things as time goes on. Uh, but for now, my name is Grindhead Jim. I'm not dead. Destiny is not dead. And I'm glad you're not either. Thanks for tuning in. I love you guys. Cheers.